We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Welcome back to another episode of Booth Review presented by Emprise Bank. Nobody loves to bank. They love what banking can help them achieve. Emprise Bank is looking to say yes to those with a dream, whether it's saving for your first home, a new car, starting a family, starting a business. Emprise is your partner in possible. That's Emprise Bank, member FDIC. Uh, it's so much fun uh, having them part of everything we're doing at KC Sports Network. It's fun to have uh, my guest today, uh, Carter Stanley, former Kansas Jayhawk, uh, former KU quarterback. You've been on the show before. Carter, my man, appreciate you coming back and hanging out. Yes, sir. Yeah, Kent, thanks for having me, man. Glad to uh, be back on. Dude, uh, Scott leaves and the podcast just gets infinitely more handsome. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Uh, I hope he's listening to this, um, dude. It, it's it's great to have you back. A lot's changed since the last time that we talked, right? Like, I mean this this team has exceeded a lot of people's expectations. You you're a recent alum. You've been a part of that program very recently. What's it been like to see this team get to bowl eligibility and already have six wins under the belt through 10 games? Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. Obviously, you know, I think last time I was on, it was maybe right before the season started. But, um, you know, if you told me we'd be six and four at this point, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if I believe you, but it's, uh, it's been incredible. And, uh, you know, being able to watch them any given Saturday and, and know they – obviously have a legitimate chance to win and you know at this point more likely to win than lose so it's uh it's been awesome all right so um i ha i have a college background um you know I, I played football and baseball in college so it's not necessarily the same because it's a lot higher stakes you know at, at at ku but i just i was part of a baseball team in college weren't particularly great but our coach always kind of thanked us for being part of that foundation of building a program. They went on to, to, to bigger things. You're kind of in that boat when it comes to Kansas football, where you guys didn't necessarily have the same kind of success that maybe they are to this point, but you were one of those foundational pieces that kind of helped continue to build, you know, kind of build upon. I think you, you're 
one of, I think your last year was one of the brighter spots of the last decade for this football team. So what kind of pride do you feel about being part of the foundation towards, and I know, I know the coaching staffs were different and everything, but you, you were, you were, you were there with some of these guys. You, you were, you were a, a leader for, you know, a recent version of this football team. How does it feel to kind of be part of, of the foundation that wound up leading to these moments here? Yeah, you know, it, it definitely is cool. Um, you know, I'd say the coolest thing for me is seeing the guys that were like true freshmen when I was there in uh, 2019 and seeing how, how far they've come, like just to throw out some names, Kenny Logan, Mason Fairchild, Earl Bostick, Sam Burt, you know, a, a number of those guys. And just been so cool to see them, um, you know, how far they've come in, in these last couple of years. And you know, a lot of those guys are now either team captains or, you know, leading in some sort of statistical category. So, yeah, it's been awesome just to see those guys stick it out and, you know, their uh, their success is shown right now. Yeah. And I, it's it's just I, I know there's probably a lot of pride getting to see, you know, some of those guys that you previously played with, but also just getting to see the growth of this program over the last couple of years and just getting to see uh, this team. Are, are you going to the bowl game? Like, is that something in the, in the cards for you? Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, just waiting to see where it is, but I'll, I'll definitely be going to the bowl game. You're in Florida though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping we can somehow make it to the cheese at ball. <laughs> uh, Cause man, I, I tell you what, I'd probably tailgate that for a week, but um, <laughs> it's like, just over an hour away from where I'm at right now. And, um, no, regardless of where they go, I'm, I'm going for sure. I, I figured, I think you're probably, I was gonna say, you're probably hoping for Orlando though. Right. right. Uh, I think, I think, and I'm not like, I think we're, no one's in any position whatsoever to be turning their nose at any bowl game. So like, right. even if it's in Memphis, if it's in, you know, wherever, doesn't I, matter. There's, there's good golf in there's good golf in, in Phoenix. Right. You know, so you could you could probably catch a round or two there and you know before the game. You know, you've got some options there. I whatever works for you, buddy. Um <laughs> let's talk about the quarterbacks though, because we've seen two different quarterbacks play this year for Kansas. <laughs> well, we've actually technically seen three, but we've seen big sample sizes of of two quarterbacks. You you got the Jalen Daniels era uh, at the beginning of the year, start five and oh. Obviously, we know the story there. You see the Jason Bean. Um let, let's start with Jalen Daniels though, because um, you know, this kid, what we saw out of him, the raw talent, the, the, the carryover from the end of the season to the beginning of the year, everything translated, everything translated and grew in a big way. And it feels like this offense and this, this offensive staff really figured out a way to kind of accentuate his strengths in a big way as well over the off season. Yeah, no, no doubt. They, uh, you know, I think there was an interview with Jalen at the end of last year where, you know, he commented on how he wants to pick up in the 2020 season right where they left off. And, you know, that's uh, that's almost like an understatement. He, he came out so hot to start off the year and it was just incredible to watch. It was some of the most efficient quarterback play and just offensive production I've, I've seen out of the college level. And, um, you know, it's obviously really unfortunate that he got hurt, but um, you know, Jason Bean stepped up and, you know, that second half against TCU, he lit it up. I had, you know, I had one bad play that, you know, it happens, but he <laughs> four four touchdowns in that second half and he's been really good stepping in and 
Um, yeah, it's been awesome watching the coaching staff kind of adjust to their, their different styles of play because at the end of the day, they, they both are similar. Um, you know, they, they both can run well, throw well, but uh, they, they do play a little bit differently. And, you know, it's been interesting uh, seeing how some of the plays have, have been called differently. And I, the thing I come back to all the time when I'm looking at both of those guys and looking at how they've been able to diversify that offense between both guys, it's the offensive line. That group has played so well and what they've been able to do, you know, kind of adjusting blocking schemes differently for each quarterback has just like, it's blown my mind how, how good that offensive line has played and, and, and how they've been able to kind of adjust things on the fly. And, and I mean, I'm sure some of that stuff has already been built in. Don't get me wrong, but just the way that they've been able to execute so many different things is just been amazing. Yeah, no, it's been, I mean, it all starts up front. Um, that's, you know, old school saying and, and cliche, but it really is the truth. And those guys have been so good for us, whether it's uh, getting getting the holes going in, in the run game or, um, you know, obviously protecting for the quarterback in the pass game. But it's been incredible to watch. You So if, former quarterback, how, how cool has it been to kind of like – have, have there been any moments this year, just some of the play calling that you've kind of seen that just kind of perked your ears up as a former quarterback, you know, somebody that has, you know, kind of got some different, you know, some different perspectives on things, anything that you've just really appreciated, you know, play, play calling wise, schematically, just anything that it's kind of geeked you out a little bit. Oh, I mean, it's like every Saturday I'll, I'll see something new and it's just like mind boggling, just, you know, what uh coach Leipold and, and Coddle Nicky put together and, you know, the rest of that staff, it's, it's been incredible. I, I think it's really good how they, uh, they get a lot of motion going uh, pre-snap, whether it's running backs, tight ends, receivers. And th that does do a lot for the quarterbacks as far as indicators on, you know, what kind of coverage, whether it's man or zone and, you know, just little things like that, that can go a long way and just make, make it that much easier for, uh, you know, for everyone, not, not only the quarterback, but everyone on the field and, yeah, it's been uh, it's it's been awesome watching them. They've they've thrown so much stuff at people. Like, like I, it seems like they're leaning a little bit more on some of the unbalanced stuff lately. You know, mm -hmm. like they've been throwing that, but they they've thrown that all year. But it just kind of seems like you know, with Jason Bean, they're throwing a little bit of that. They've had some fun kind of plays off of that that kind of created some confusion. I think about Quentin Skinner, where he was technically one of the like technically ineligible receiver got behind the line of scrimmage or something like that. Was it they were able to throw to him? But like right. they've run so successfully out of all that stuff has been impressive. But like, you know, with Jalen, you got the triple, you know, you got some of the triple auctions stuff that they're kind of introducing. Yeah. Being, with being, I don't think they really want him, you know, having to shoot, make too many choices, and potentially running up inside on some of the read stuff, or mm -hmm. you know, like it, it doesn't seem like it's the same kind of stuff that they're trying to run necessarily with him. But like the way that they've just been able to kind of, you know, logically build on top of each other, I've just been really impressed with how much they're able to throw at those guys. I I don't know, like when you were when you were at KU, was was it a pretty was it a pretty expansive playbook or do you feel like what you're seeing with these guys a little bigger about the same like is this is this the similar workload or what do you think uh you know it depends on the uh the offensive coordinator i guess like yeah. in mean, some years we, we just kept it very simple and you know heck i can i can still work but uh you know it's i would love to see their offensive playbook and you know truly see how many plays they have because you know, I, I was thinking this, I think the first four games or so when they would just roll out these these new plays and 
I don't even know how you get that much time in a week to really rep, like, you know, rep those plays. So it's amazing. Uh, you know, some of it's, it kind of seems like a trick play or like a gadget play, but they, they make it look routine. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely, definitely been awesome to watch the different, you know, plays and, and schemes that they run. The thing that like, I, I love that they seem to be really good at doing is, you know, they're, they're throwing a lot of, at people, but a lot of the core principles stay the same. A lot of right. the same routes that you're seeing Luke Grimm run, you're seeing Lawrence Arnold run, you know, they're, they're keeping things simple for some of these other guys, like a Tanaka Scott, you know, Jared Casey's going to run a lot of unders, <laughs> you know, yeah. or he's going to, or he, yeah, he's going to run a little leak or he's going to yeah. run into the flat. Like, even though they're throwing all this stuff, like, I think one of the things that, <laughs> It, they're able to kind of stay to the identity and the strengths of all their players. Like that's just been so amazing to see how they're able to just kind of meld all these pieces together. Right. Yeah. They're, they're not, you know, they're not making those guys do too much. Uh, I think you just hit it, you know, nail on the head right there and Mason Fairchild on those seam routes and, you know, you got Skinner on the post routes and yeah, they, they stick to what those guys are good at and, you know, just a great job by those coaches recognizing, you know, the talent to run those specific types of plays. Yep. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are talking with Carter Stanley, former Kansas quarterback. Uh, just talking all things Jayhawks. It's a good time to be to be uh, to be following this team. By the way, uh, we're having a K we're having a KUK State uh, tailgate at Manhattan for the Kansas K State game. Just so y'all know, uh, there's going to be some more details that are going to be coming out in the KC Sports Network, but. Uh, we're going to try to not just get in a giant, you know, brawl together. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be really cool. So we'll just keep out, so keep an eye out for some, for some news on that. We'll be, we'll be announcing some things shortly. Uh, Carter, have you, have you had a chance to get to a game by the way yet? Not yet this year. It's, it's been killing me. Um, you know, I think I've watched every second of the games and even re rewatched a number of them, but 
the, the one I was trying to get to was, was this upcoming weekend against Texas, but um, yeah, not going to be able to make it, but definitely, definitely making the bowl game. I was going to say, Hey, <laughs> you're going to be there. You yeah. already know. You already, <laughs> you already said you were. Uh, yeah. I got to go to a couple, I got to go to a couple games and it's crazy to see. Uh, Cause like I grew up in Eudora, Kansas. I mean, like six miles outside of Lawrence on K-10, right? I grew up there. My pops worked at KU for like 20 years. He was like a campus pastor there. And I went to a lot of KU games. Getting to see the booth packed again was just a a whole different thing, man. Like, it's just, it's it's just, it was special to see that place kind of, kind of, kind of, you know, revived in some ways. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's nuts to see, you know, how quickly that thing turned around that TCU game. I wasn't at, I wasn't at that one, but that one, <laughs> I mean, could you imagine, could you imagine two years ago, you know, college game day coming to KU? Yeah. I mean, no, to, to be honest with you, no, I, I couldn't imagine that. <laughs> and that's what, that's what's so crazy about the staff. And, you know, it's, it's even above it's, obviously the players, the coaching staff, but man, I mean, Travis Goff and the, uh, the people behind the scenes in the athletic department that, that made that hire and, you know, just the trickle down effect that it's had. It's, it's been incredible. They're, they're fully bought in and, um, no, it's, it's been awesome. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see like what the future of this program looks like. I'm hoping that Lance Leibold sticks around as long as, yeah. as long as he wants to stick around. Mike check. <laughs> I know. Right. Like I might, I'm not even an alum. I might get in on the endowment or something (laughs) like. I might have to jump in or something like that. It's too much fun to see this program. It's like, and it's funny. It's because like KU football, like there's been a lot of struggles. I mean, you are you. you, I know we know what you've had to deal with. I don't need you to have to elaborate on coaching changes and some of that kind of stuff and all that. I. It's just it it would be so ironic (laughs) if KU goes out. They have an incredible season, an incredible 18-month turnaround. They lose their guy. You gotta they gotta figure out a way to keep Lance Leipold around. And like I genuinely yeah. don't think he's a guy that's gonna jump. Like I genuinely feel like he's a guy that wants to build something here and it doesn't feel like he's even started, which is impressive. Right. It feels like it feels like I, I have a good feeling still that he's gonna be around. I'm very hopeful and optimistic. Yeah, I, I agree. And just like the overall community of, of Lawrence is just so supportive. And, uh, you know, back in my time there, it was just, you know, obviously not, not too many great years and, you know, no great years actually, but, uh, no, the, the community was always behind us. They, they love their sports teams. Um, you know, they were, they're always just, you know, really wanting a, a good football product and, you know, to see that, come to real life now it's it's just been incredible and yeah we, we got to do whatever it takes to, to lock our guy up <laughs> <laughs> and the staff like, and the coaching staff too yeah like it's just like they just like all from what i've heard it's like they're just a <laughs> bunch of, of football nerds that just you know like they're just they're, they're guys that just love football and yeah. love the process and all that stuff and like they just seem like the right kind of dudes that should be in lawrence i just hope that group sticks around as long as as long as they can um carter what do you miss? Like, not people. I like. I know people's like a, an answer. A lot of people get, but like, what do you miss about Lawrence? Like, is there restaurants? Is there bars? What What are the things that you miss the most about Lawrence? Oh man, I, I you know I really can't pin it down to one thing. Uh, 
and and to be honest with you, you just named the, the main three things. It was it was the people, hundred um, percent. You know, coming from Euro Beach, Florida, not knowing what to expect, and you know, just being welcomed with open arms by you know the the nicest people in the world. Like <clears throat> there was, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect when uh, going out there, but everyone's like, yeah, the Midwest people are so nice, like just like genuine people. And, you know, I feel like Lawrence is just like the pinnacle of that. And, um, you know, incredible college town, loved it. Uh, definitely, definitely a good time. You know, you, you don't have to look too far to, to find a good time in Lawrence and, um, yeah. And mastery too, you know, mastery kind of embodies that you got restaurants and, you know, some, some fun bars and whatnot, but, uh, yeah, it was Lawrence is great. Yeah, it's a decent spot. I've been around there for most of my life, man. It's just like I've been in that area just growing up. It's I, so I, and this is this is gonna sound really like some people. This is kind of like the most hit or miss thing ever, right? So I love Pizza Shuttle. I have loved Pizza Shuttle for my entire life. <laughs> and see, you're like, ah, I don't know. I, it's all right. It's okay. I know it's trash pizza. Like as far as like, it's not like, no, I don't want to call it trash. I, I love it. I genuinely love Pizza Shuttle. And I know like some people have higher standards and preferences for pizza. I don't care. I love that place. I've been, I've been there forever. They finally got one like in Johnson County here in Overland Park. I'm hyped about it. I can tell though it probably wasn't your favorite. It wasn't your favorite pizza spot in in Lawrence. I can tell. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I I didn't dislike it. I just didn't have it as much as some other places. Like, you know, for convenience reasons. Yeah, I went to I went to Wheel Pizza all the time. Few times. Uh, <laughs> so that that was definitely a spot. And then let's see here. I, I'd say Papakinos on Mass. Yeah, uh, that that was. That's that a was good like a staple on, on some Sundays and, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, pizza shuttle, I I didn't mind it. It was just, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't catch myself going there. there I get it, there, you know? dude. I get it. I totally get it. Don't don't worry. Um, I I just I have a fondness for it that just you know started early <laughs> you know, early childhood. Uh, we can get back to football though. I I I do have some questions, like just a question for you about because like right now we're sitting here and we're looking at. Uh, there's a little bit of mystery about the quarterback situation. Jason Bean goes out, right? Uh, Ethan Vasco comes in and plays. There's obviously the Jalen Daniels, you know, question mark about, you know, all these guys. But I think what would be interesting for some people to kind of hear about, because you played a lot of football, you had to endure a full season. You had to, you know, you had to get yourself up and ready to play and, and overcome, you know, some nicks and bruises at times. What does the process of getting your body ready look like for a college kid, a college quarterback? Yeah, I mean, it's um, first off, it, you know, it starts way before the the season even starts. It's uh, now I, I know with the strength coach and uh, you know the rest of the staff they have Coach Gildersleeve, you know, from the looks of it and, and seeing the the testing results they had even before the season, um, those guys made incredible improvements physically and. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a long season. You got, you got to get ready. It's from, you know, December to August that you have that time to prepare. But once you're in the season, you're every, every week, you're going to be nicked up for sure. Whether it's, uh, something that's going to carry over several weeks or, you know, maybe you're going to be better by, by Friday, you know, right before the game. But when you, 
say you're banged up, you're done with that game on Saturday, the recovery process starts literally right after that game. Like you're in the locker room, listening to the coach's speech, and then you go to the, the training room and you're getting assessed for whatever it might be. And those guys, uh, you know, they're in the training room all throughout the week. And it's so crucial because, yeah, at the end of the day, there's only so much you can do, uh, you know, depending on, on what the injury is. But, um, no, that, that rehab and, and therapy sessions, they're, they're crucial just to be able to feel good on, on Saturdays. Because, you know, if you're not – no matter who you are, if you're not 100%, it's, it's going to show. And, um, yeah, it, it's been – it's been good to see that, uh, you know, those guys, at least, you know, Jason's, he's staying healthy from the looks of it. And, you know, it sounds like uh, we're going to get Jalen back soon. So hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully that can work out well. It's it's something that I, I just think about with like college football in, in, in just the, all of it, right? Because like in the NFL, you get injury reports. And so like there is a list of players that are explaining, you know, you're getting a, a list of what people are, are being treated for, right? And then you go to the college side and it's a complete mystery. Yep. And so there's there's this there's this layer of um grace that I don't think college kids get, where they don't have a full people may not have a full understanding of what every college kid is doing to get ready for a game. There's, there's a mystery surrounding, you know, these players statuses and maybe a guy isn't having his best game because he probably shouldn't be out there. He didn't practice all week because they're trying to just keep him healthy and get right. him a Saturday. And so I just, there's this like layer of grace that I don't think college kids get at times where the, the these, what y'all, what y'all do to put yourself through, through through a, a season isn't fully appreciated necessarily always the same way that even like th there's some some information that you have from an nfl perspective and like I, people don't realize like even like you guys didn't win a ton of football games but you had a bunch of guys on your football team that loved to play the game and that were willing to put themselves <laughs> through it even if they even even if you guys only had you know two three wins on the on the board right and like I just like there's just a level of appreciation that I, I I don't like when people are too hard on college kids when it comes to all that. Yeah, I mean that's that's a great point. I you know never never truly thought of it that way. It's uh like you said, NFL if if you get a guy that gets his toenail stepped on, they gotta report it. Otherwise they're <laughs> they're gonna get fined. And yeah. um, you know, meanwhile, for all we know, you know, we could have a I'm not gonna say a name to, you know do a jinx or something like that. But, you know, say we got a running back that's battling a high ankle sprain and, you know, you're out there watching it and it's like, Oh man, you know, he's really not hitting the hole today. And, you know, I, I didn't hear of any injury and yeah, I mean, that's, that's just a great point. And it, it is, it is a battle for those guys. And, um, you know, it all comes down to, you got to protect yourself, but at the end of the day, those, those guys, they love football enough to, to play through some of those injuries. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I, I, this is kind of like my first, like this, this podcast is kind of my first experience doing like college sports media stuff, right? I've, I've primarily covered the Chiefs the last few years and I just like out of curiosity, and how do you, how do you deal with criticism as a college kid? I just, it just some of it just like from my outside perspective, it just doesn't always seem completely fair, and I don't know. I just, how do you deal with all that, or do you even pay attention to it? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think everyone kind of handles it differently. It's, uh, it's one of those things where. If, if you don't play a good game and you want to see what people are saying, it's, it's not too hard nowadays. You could, you could find out that stuff pretty, pretty easily. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I was, I was never one to really put myself through that. And I don't think anyone should, to be honest with you, but um, yeah, at the, at the end of the day, you're, you got fans that are super passionate and, and they have a certain level of expectation for you, you and the team. And um yeah, as, as sports fans, we naturally get let down if, if you don't meet those expectations. But, you know, I, I think as a player, it's, it's super important to not let that get to your head. If you are seeing some of those negative reports or, uh, you know, or tweets or, or anything like that. But, um, you know, NFL, it's, it's a different deal because yeah. you're, you're getting a huge game check and <laughs> you know, you're, you're at the pinnacle of, of the profession. But college, you know, you got to understand that those guys are you know, they're busting their tail and, and, you know, obviously trying to do their best. Yeah. It's just, just been a fascinating dynamic to see. And I try not to be too critical of kids. Like, I I think there's, there's lines that you, I just, it's just interesting. I I try not to cross too many lines with that. I'm just kind of, you know, you love football, you know, and you're, you're doing it because you love football. Right. And and so we don't have, uh, it's not in any college coaches benefit to provide context on anybody as right. far as their injury. So like that's where it also, it can get a little bit tricky at times. Let's talk, let's just talk about t- Texas real quick before you get out. Um, what do you think Kansas needs to do to, to pull off an upset against Texas? What are a few things that you think that they really need to emphasize to, to, to knock this, uh, to knock Texas off again? Mm, man. I mean, they're, uh, they're good. They're good this year. I, I know the record isn't, you know, shocking. They're, they're six and four, but I, I think they could line it up with anyone on any given Saturday and, you know, come out with a win. So I think the main thing is, is stopping their running back, Bijan Robinson. He's, he's one of the best players in college football right now. Um, you know, I think everyone's obviously heard of Quinn Ewers, their quarterback, incredible talent. And, uh, you know, they got some really speedy wide receivers. Worthy is really good. And um, I didn't get to catch the game against TCU that they had last week. But, I mean, if you hold TCU to 17 points, then your defense is probably pretty good too. So, and then, you know, same thing with Alabama week one. I think they held them at 21 points. So they're going to be a good team. Um, you know, I think we we got to do what we've done 
best all year, and, and that's run the ball. You got to establish the run game. Can't turn the ball over. Um, can't commit a lot of penalties. And you know, if you look at our games this this whole season, the games where we've been able to run the ball well and you know limit penalties and turnovers, we've either either won or been right there for sixty minutes. So. Mm-hmm. I think those are going to be the keys, and uh, yeah, hopefully we had another one here. Um, um, yeah, I'm with you on all those points. The only other thing I, I, I hammer a lot, and like I think KU's done a really good job structurally building their defense, reducing explosives. You know, they're gonna, yep. they're gonna, they're gonna try to keep a lid on things. They're gonna try to force <laughs> you to drive down the field, and it's not, you know, making college kids be consistent down the field can be, you know, it can be a formula for success. There's a lot of pressure on, I mean, Quinn yours is 19 years old, right? You know, if you can, if you can force and sustain long drives, like, you know, there's a chance that you can, you know, force a mistake or something. So I agree. Hey, stop the run, keep a lid on that thing. Good things will happen. You predicting a win? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm predicting your boys. Here's uh, my score. I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say we get Jalen Daniels back, Woo! hopefully. And uh, nothing against Bean. Bean's been incredible, and um, it's been a lot of fun to watch. But you know, I think we get, I think we get Jalen back, and um, you know, if we could do those things that we just mentioned, I, I think KU wins it 34-28. Ooh, I like it. So if Jalen plays then they get to bring back some stuff that Texas hasn't seen for five weeks to tape. Yep. And West Virginia looked lost when KU threw a bunch of stuff at them that they had never seen. Right. I think that there is some, I think, I think if, if Jalen plays and if Jalen is close to a hundred percent, I do think that they can pull this game off. I genuinely believe that. Um, I'm, I'm with you lockstep. I think I'm I'll go KU. Why not? I I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to roll with you, Carter. I'm going to go 31. I'm going to go 31, 28. I'm going to say Jacob Borchilla kicks a big field goal late. Love it. How about that? Let's go with that. So I'm going to, we're going to go K. We're going to go KU dubs Carter, man, dude, thanks for, thanks for coming on again. I really appreciate you uh, coming on and talking with me. Yeah. Ken, always a good time, man. Hoping, uh, hoping our guys could get that win this weekend and uh, appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. That's Carter Stanley. I'm Kent Swanson. This has been Booth Review. We'll catch you later. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.